go. That. And recording. Oh, sorry. I probably should have figured out backup what, recording. I, what I was going to say. All three recordings have started. Not like you haven't had time. All right, Dan, any reason I should not start talking now? None that I can think of. We're all good? Looks like we are all good. All right. Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I am your Dungeon Master, Tony Sindelar. Today we are continuing the adventures of the Dog and Pony Show. Why have they come to Barovia, a land they've escaped and now been sentenced to some kind of horrible imprisonment in why have they gone to a church in a spooky town why is the ground outside glowing for answers to questions such as these let us play dungeons and dragons right now you nerds uh joining us it's the dog and pony uh show regulars uh let me introduce them and they will tell you their character names uh first off it's aline sims you ask a lot of good questions um i'm playing as ever imra soliana and her beloved pal androdite imro is joined by well not micah sergeant micah sergeant's here representing another person that he'll introduce right now yes you are joined by i'm joined we're joined by elavor the half elf <laughs> druid character who likes to turn into other animals and uh micah and aline are joined by long time a dog and pony show player erica ensign hi erica Hello, I am playing Broldish, still the uh, the dwarf who wanted to be a cleric and didn't quite make it, so as a paladin instead. And I have a pony. It's very important. Very important. Pony Sindelar. Uh, also joining us, the former dungeon master of the Dog and Pony Show, now disgraced and resigned to the lowly fate of a player. It's Dan Moore. <laughs> I was deposed. This coup. Uh, you asked I... me to run an adventure so that you could play in it. <laughs> No one needs to know that. Oh, I like the drama version. This comes better. right from the top. <laughs> I am playing a new associate of the Dog and Pony Show crew. I am playing Cast in Onatar's Crucible, a Warforged cleric. And your friends call you Crucible. They do. They do, because my other okay. name is a little unwieldy. And last but not least, a new challenger arrives. It's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hi, I'm playing Lena Dulina, a mysterious denizen of these lands. Well, in our previous session, uh, you arrived in Barovia. You committed to help corpse, you know, to stuff on a Tuesday. Uh, and you spent the night in a church. It is still that night that you are spending. Uh, things in that church are not great. There is something strange in the basement that you've talked to the priest about, the priest being Father Donovich. Um, you have spent time watching over the corpse of one former burgermeister. Word I'm going to say. Uh, former burgermeister. Uh, let me make sure I get the name of the burgermeister correct. Uh, Kolyan Indirovich, uh, while his two adult children sleep nearby, that being uh, Ismark Kolyana and Arena Kolyana. Um, unfortunately, the Burgermeister expired recently uh, in somewhat mysterious uh, circumstances. It was attributed to the devil, as you do. Uh, and so you, you spent the first half of the night listening to screaming coming from the basement, and everything was great until the uh, ground outside started glowing green. And I believe that is where we left off. So what will we do next? Dungeon and Dragon nerds. Does everybody else see the ground glowing? That is most unusual. 
Definitely not normal. I've not seen even for these like lands. It. I'm uh, gonna try a perception check. Mm-hmm. Just a five. Wait, eleven. Okay, that's better than five. It's mm-hmm. an eleven. Okay, uh, you feel uh, pretty confident, Imra, that the ground is green, uh, glowing, glowing with green light, and that this is a, uh, you know, supernatural, supernatural or magical in origin. Uh, it does not seem like it's phosphorescent moss or plant life or some animal that you are familiar with. And I'll even say it looks like perhaps things are starting to kind of uh, move up through the ground and the light is getting more intense. So what is the situation with these windows? How clearly can we see through them and how large are they? Uh, they're stained glass windows. This church is somewhat modest, so they're not big. I suspect the you're kind of seeing through some of the parts that are either clear or are missing panes. Yeah. Uh, but so you're kind of getting like a green glow coming in, uh, just barely illuminating the the uh, um, the edges of the church. That seem. Yep. That so, makes sense. So peeking outside, what does the situation look like? Do you want to go to the doors of the church and leave? Yeah. I'd like to peek through a window. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's. Does anyone else want to go to the front door of the church and unbar it and cast the doors open? Oh, yeah. No, I really like oh, the window idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Lena Delina, why don't you uh, approach one of the windows of your choice and yeah. give me a perception roll? Uh, Imra, I'll assume you were doing something similar. Yes. Uh, 18. All right. Uh, you look out and you see uh, it is indeed, it looks like it's specifically kind of the ch- the graveyard behind the church is glowing. It's mm. not all of the terrain mm-hmm. around the church, mm-hmm. but, you know, the graveyard north of it. And it yeah. looks like um, there are ghostly figures glowing green rising up from the graveyard. And you would say many. Dozens and dozens. Can scores I make and scores, if you will? Can I make a religion check to see if I know what these particular undead, I'm assuming, fiends are? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, I got a ten. Uh, you know. Oh, sorry. You want to do something, brothers? Go for it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do the same religion. Okay. And that is not a lot better. Let's we'll assume that everyone has kind of found a found a window <laughs> that they are peering 13. out. 13, 13 and 10. Uh, it, I'm going to say that it seems like these, uh, these things are incorporeal. And so you could probably con- conclude that they are probably some kind of ghost or restless spirit as opposed to a zombie, a ghoul, a skeleton. Uh, I, can, I can name a lot of undead things. Keep so going, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> How many can you name? Uh, a ghast. Um, I am uh, a ghast. <laughs> so... A white. Uh, um, so, so in terms of their demeanor, <laughs> do they look angry? Happy? Do they look roving? Do they, they look, look like they're having a good time? They look they? tired. Um, they look, especially as, as you, you're starting to see them now, more and more of them are kind of like pulling themselves out of the, the, the grave and kind of floating in pa- place over the, uh, the places where perhaps they were interred, or at least their spirits are tethered. Um, and they do not look like kind of the, the average people of Barovia, little Barovia that you've seen, or Lena Delina in your case, big Barovia. Um, they look actually kind of kind of like adventurers, kind of like you. Uh, you know, they're they're 
they're clad in armor and capes and leather and metal, and they have great swords and bows and arrows and axes. Are they really that great? Wizards with, they're okay. Uh, wizards with uh, long beards and strange pointed hats. And they seem to be kind of like, just kind of gathering their things, uh, looking around at where they're going. Um, and it looks like a few kind of on the, the edge of the graveyard have started marching out of the graveyard down In the road. Direction? South. So they're kind of, they have to take the long way around the building, but they're, so they're, they're not inside. coming to like for us, basically. They do, they do not seem, if they either seem oblivious to your existence or unaware of it or uh, disinterested. Isn't that the same thing? <laughs> Probably. There... Now, you mentioned the front doors. <laughs> I, Damn, I... we're. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where's that dungeon master to dungeon master courtesy? <laughs> Yeah, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you mentioned the front door. I'm not throwing it open, um, mm. but does it have any, uh, is there like a window in it or some way that we could look to see, are they continuing farther to the South or are there no windows in the front of the church? The front door is just a big, heavy wooden set of double doors. And in it, yeah. Yeah. It looks like the church was not designed to watch ghosts head from South or from north to south. Uh, crucible will more and more of the spirits are rising up out of the graveyard, gathering their things and heading south. Crucible will head for the door, and he will once there turn around and say, "I am going to investigate further, but if you would like to stay inside, please bar the door after me." Oh, oh my God. man! By yourself. That's your deal. <laughs> Crucible, from where you're standing by the door, you can you can hear the continual screaming of the creature in the basement. Ah! Just I, for I will go along with you uh, if 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 you're going to go outside. I don't think anybody should go outside by themselves. I think maybe everybody should stay inside, but you look like you maybe have your mind made up. They look like they're deceased adventurers, and I fear that if you leave, you will soon join them. Ooh, nice. Yeah. I am merely interested in such a unique phenomenon. Do they not have ghosts where you come from? Well, not with such organization in my experience. Our ghosts are not union. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think it's a really bad idea. I agree. Yeah, can we maybe convince you to to stay inside? Do you have no interest in knowing where they are going with such alacrity? Well, I admit I am kind of curious about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How far are we from, like, town? Uh, Not far. Like, a a very short walk. So if the ghosts began to, like, massacre townspeople, we would hear that? Probably. You're with, yeah, I would say we're okay. within the screams of massacre range. <laughs> I feel like maybe the best course you of have, it, it is it is it is silent. They have right. no footsteps. There is there is just the sound of, you know, the wind at night. Uh town quiet, you know, middle of the night. So I mean, maybe we should wait until all of the ones that the ghosts that are going to go have gone and then we can open the door and peek after them and see what direction they went how many how many more are they still continuously coming yes you've seen dozens and dozens climbing out of uh out of the ground gathering their things going out in the middle marching off of that mass would maybe be dangerous 
I mean, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of itching for a battle, but even like that's too many. That's too many. Do, wow. Are any of your animal companions skilled in tailing prey or do you have any means of investigating them without being detected? We don't know Pony's backstory, but maybe Pony Sindelart is a detective. <laughs> <laughs> Pony Sindelart, consulting detective. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible for us to at least open the door and get a look at where they are headed? I could become a bird and just follow along with them. Oh. Wait, I think. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> you, you turned into an octopus and you can't turn into a bird? Oh, for wait, sure? no. I can't. I have, no fly- I have no flying speed until eighth level, but I could become a rat and follow them. That's true. Oh, okay. There are lots of rats in Barovia. I feel like a rat would blend right in in this place. Yes. Um, how does everyone feel about that? Splitting the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would also just open the front door. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, wait, rat, how are we going to get you out? A place to scurry out. Come yeah, on. Rat, there's there's plenty of uh, gaps in the foundation here. Ghosts can go through doors. Oh, that's also true. <laughs> are you yeah. selling everybody on the idea they should reroll ghost characters, dude? Then <laughs> 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 this whole door thing wouldn't be a problem. It's true. You guys okay. are really limited by your corporeal nature. Elevore <laughs> looks around at everybody and says... If we're curious about where they're going and we aren't feeling too keen on getting ourselves in danger, I have no problem um, turning into one of my mini beasties uh, and following along with um, with this group. Uh, just call me Rotovore if that's what you'd like. I am concerned that in the form of a rat, you might find yourself defenseless should the spirits turn on you. Yes, if they turn on you, turn back into a human and scream. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Although I can't, I am not a human, uh, so I'll turn into a half a human. (laughs) Uh, Wow, wow. That is... Wow, Lena to Lena. She's from Barovia. They don't have elves and stuff. They've they've got some. You just You've had a very sheltered existence. Yes, that's true. And with that, you see Elevore just like shrink down into this tiny, adorable little rat. And his, his little whiskers are all before little squeaky sounds. And I know there's a Canadian here, so please don't hurt me. Um, <laughs> uh, Albertan specifically. Yeah, Albertan, yes, that's true. Albertan. Before uh, uh, Rodevoir <laughs> can scurry off, Crucible mm-hmm. crouches down behind him and gives him a pat on the head. Uh, and you see a slight glow. Uh, as he says, perhaps if you need this, I may be of service. So uh, I've bestowed guidance upon you. So the next time, if you need to make an ability check uh, in the next uh, minute or so, then I will. You'll get a D four bonus. Excellent. So if I need, we'll some... say that there's a little convenient rat sized cartoon door next to the uh, <laughs> main doors. You know, your perfect little U-shaped hole in the baseboard. Uh, so, Elevore, if you would like, you can slip right out and you're out on the steps of the church. Boom. Such a bad idea. So bad. So, Elevore, uh, while you were discussing your plan, it's clear that more and more ghosts have joined this spectral procession. Um, give me a quick perception math from a rat check. Definitely can do. Is that like a kiss from a rose? Perception. <laughs> 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 well, there are certainly a, a lot of graves. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Plus 
Uh, that's 14. Uh, I would say just by some quick rap math, you would guess that there are now several hundred ghosts uh, marching. And you can see that they are not marching toward, they are kind of just barely going into town. You can see now that there's a procession. They seem to be moving. I mean, they're, they're supernatural, right? They're ghosts. Um, yeah. But even for ghosts, they are moving very fast. And they are glowing with this intense green light. And you can almost see like a line of them disappearing into the distance as they've marched kind of south from the church, from the graveyard, and then headed out of town and into the woods, uh, at the Swalich woods outside um, Little Barovia and up the mountain. And you can see this green glowing line of ghostly adventurers snaking up the mountain toward the castle on the peak above Little Barovia. I want to scurry toward the mountain. Well, the mountain is uh, quite a ways away. Oh. So it would take you probably the better part of a day to climb okay, the mountain. Then I don't want to do that. Um, can I try to get close to one of these? Sure, like there's a, there's a dozens of them just streaming past the, you know, within, we'd say, let's say they're like, they're basically passing 40 or 50 feet from the front of, front door of the church. Okay, so I'm just like here now, mm-hmm. so just like looking up at them. Yep. Um, your little rat. Let me, uh, how about, uh, what do you, what do you think there, Tony guy? You think arcana check? You think in a, a, a religion check? I can, I can do either for you. I feel, I feel like is this, this is the more. rat voice? This is the rat voice. <laughs> yeah, this is the rat voice. See? <laughs> hey, oh, Tony boy. <laughs> what do you want there? Huh? Now, you wanna... Michael, you gotta be careful. You do these things, then you're stuck doing them every time you're a rat. <laughs> Let oh, me tell you, I that's... played that game and I lost. Oh, Professor <laughs> Rat. I heard of you, Professor Rat. Mm. Uh, Professor Rat. All right. Uh, Gamma World callback. Uh, so, non-Professor Rat, uh, rat, uh, rat grad student, give me a religion check. I'm going to give you a religion check, and I'm also going to add plus four to it. Mm-hmm. Well, not plus four, but plus uh, D4. Because you're guided by... Because I got guidance. Crucible. All right, we got... Wow! <laughs> uh, you said religion? Mm-hmm. That's going to be... 19 that's gonna be 23 these seem to be the souls of former adventurers who seem to be trapped here in barovia now uh obviously uh you know there's a variety of religions and you have different ideas about what happens to souls and due to the complicated uh nature of theology and dungeons and dragons where you know God's two specific works that give you like magical powers. Uh, you, you know, you have different ideas about where people go when they die. But apparently, these people uh, eternally uh, kind of rematerialize in a graveyard behind a church in Barovia and march up the hill, up the mountain to the castle to die again in a fight with the devil. The afterlife okay. sucks. Interesting. Rotovor wants to do one last. They thing look. He returns to his. Group. You know, their, their gear looks kind of like heroic and impressive but their faces just look so very tired and you know i mean they look kind of dead-eyed which you know they're, they're dead so that's not like that's not offensive right right um yeah <laughs> i want to uh, rotavor wants to do one scurry check to see if he can actually like is it corporeal can i climb mm-hmm. up there? sure so scurry check i'm sorry scurry check that's what Thanks. i mean this, Thank you. This whole time, I have I've uh, gone up to the altar and I am praying to Hela for the safety of my friend Elavor. 
Okay. I got two on that there scurry check. Uh, you know, it's hard to tell if you're bad at scurrying, uh, <laughs> but you're a t- you kind of tumble through one of the ghosts in a way that suggests that they're not they're not there, but also maybe you're just the clumsiest rat ever. Um, yeah. Scurrying was new for me. Uh, uh, this board, the clumsiest rat. <laughs> Saturdays at nine. Great, great children's <laughs> book. Uh, okay, well, I think that I'm gonna. I don't think I can really gain anything else from this since it would take me forever to go go mm-hmm. toward the castle. So I guess I'll just uh, scurry on back inside. And yeah, they they seem to be kind of like as they are marching, picking up. You watch them like picking up speed, and it's it's almost like they're like sprinting more than sprinting as the the stream of ghosts climbs up the mountain. So yeah. All right. Uh, because it has been like, you know, less than an hour and you can already see even from this distance, the, the line of, of green ghostly figures reaching the, the top of the mountain and where the, the castle is. So I'm going to stay in rat form for now. Um, that does make it hard to communicate with your friends. It does. However, we already established that there was some window looking outage happening. Sure. So they very well could have seen that I was doing this at the ghost and maybe it was a bad scurry or maybe there was no way to get up the, the rat. I mean the rat, the person, but um, other than that, uh, yeah, I don't really think that there's any other knowledge that I can Mm-mm. pass along because we can very easily see that they're all heading in one way. Mm-hmm. And so that was pointless is what I'm saying. Well, you know, lots of things are pointless here in Barovia. Big Barovia. That's true. <laughs> uh, and so you return to the church the place where someone continues to scream in the basement. Ah, feed me. Ah. Um, the, uh, the, the body of the Burgermeister lays by the altar. Uh, Irina and Ismark have somehow continued to sleep through the screaming. <laughs> wow. Through the, through the uh, spectral margin, marching of, of the ghost. Yeah. Ismark, that's probably not surprising. For a couple days. Yeah, Ismark is, you know, it seems likely that they probably had not slept in several days. So, right. uh, you, you know, you could have woken them up. Um, you hear... Listen uh, to all this fun screaming. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Now it's you can go back to company. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can hear the sound of, of Father Danovich kind of uh, praying softly in, in his, his, his chambers. Um, Wait, is he in what? his chambers or his son's chambers? Because I think on the map he's... Oh, I think perhaps the last we saw me was in his son's chamber. So he's in his son's chambers at the kneeling at the the foot of the bed, kind of softly uh, praying to himself. Are there clocks in Barovia? Like what what time is it? Uh, there are not clocks in Barovia. A sundial. We, we're going yeah. to establish that there are many things lacking in 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 Barovia. One of them, clocks. Okay. Please make a list and remind me because I'm making these things up as I go. <laughs> there are no clocks in Barovia. Um, it beer is, clocks so far, no beer, no clocks. Yeah. Um, so you can't keep watching it. Um, it you su- suspect it is well into the middle of the night, past midnight at this point. Okay. Are we gonna try to get some sleep, you guys? Yes, please. Because then I can turn back into should. not a rat in, in, in shifts. I suggest, yeah, and I, um, I can do, I think I need four, six hours. I don't need a full night. I do six hours and I'm conscious during the entire thing. Oh, okay. So we can do shifts and Mm -hmm. then crucible is just crucible the whole time. Just sort of sits down cross-legged and essentially like assumes like a meditation pose. Right. Mm. 
Uh, so are you conscious? Are you fully like aware of your surroundings? Yes. Okay. Well, that's pretty I useful. I can see that's and hear as normal. Just going to make a note here. Harder to murder them in yeah. their sleep. Hey, Tony, how do you uh, like this cautious uh, party? <laughs> figure out how to destroy Crucible first. Is I'm just going to write that. <laughs> so I don't need to sleep. I meditate for four hours a day semi-consciously. I don't know what semi-consciously All right. is in this context. Crucible but. and Imra just like do the slowly like high five. Well... <laughs> Yeah, you just like over the course of your period. Yeah, of, Very, yeah six hours slow <laughs> high five. Emra would not do that. <laughs> the record. Please do not leave me hanging. So you, some of your less uh, magical. So some of your less uh, magical compatriots here may have the challenge in that you have now stayed up very late. It is probably let's say. Let's say it's about six hours until dawn. Um, so some of you may not get the benefit of a full rest. Uh, well, we do get a on, short rest? You know, you're, you're, yeah, you definitely get a short rest. Right? Yay. And you can sleep in shifts. And Crucible, I guess Crucible can always take a shift, basically. Um, and unless you wish to do anything else, uh, eventually the stream of ghosts comes to an end. And the uh, it, is, it gets a little bit darker uh, as the, uh, the outside side of the church is no illuminated by green spectral forces this is a good time to catch a nap surely i won't murder you in your sleep hmm. once per long rest during a short rest you choose sorry <laughs> read quietly to yourself you can turn back whenever you want yeah i was trying to figure out there's some i have something called natural recovery Oh, it gets but you some of your spell slots back uh, up to a certain number of... It depends on your level and the level of the spell slots, I think. So it says... But it says... This is what's the confusing part. The opening thing says once per long rest during a short rest. Yeah, so once every day during uh -huh. one of the short rests you take during that day. Which is now. Oh. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it's, I it, see. I see. It's so once can, per yeah, day, but I you have to do it during a short rest. Now I understand. Okay. Yes. So, it, Micah, you could choose to do that now if you wished. Uh, and unless you want to do anything else while the night progresses, we can uh, we can skip forward uh, to uh, the dawn. How about Montage that? Montage of the non-existent yep. clock moving forward yeah, quickly. So if we if we require eight hours of sleep, we're not getting a full night's rest. Nope. Okay. Such is the uh, the punishment of watching Vigil over a former burger. Well, the only spell I cast yesterday was making a pony. So. And that does that pony go away at night or anything, or is the pony forever? Uh, well, the pony is until it dies, and that's that brings up an important question: Do I use the like just the uh, the generic amount of hit points for the pony, or should I roll them? Because it's either eleven po points or two d eight plus two. That's that's up to no. you. I think technically you. I decided that when you summon the pony, I'm watching me. Like, can you drop ponies on people? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be in an unoccupied space. So maybe. That could yeah, be in the air, air is unoccupied. <laughs> Does it have to be on the ground? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> Not that I'm giving you any ideas, but this is immediately where my really? mind. Really? Because sounds like an idea. <laughs> it just says an unoccupied space within range, uh, and that's, <laughs> that range is thirty feet. So yeah, 
Okay, I'm just I'm just gonna point out ponies will take damage when you drop them on people, but also the people will take damage. Fair. <laughs> All right. Well, I will go with the uh, the generic number of hit points for pony. So pony has 11 hit points, but when I summon another pony after this one dies, <laughs> that one I'll roll for. <laughs> okay. I hope you've got a list of ponies picked out for the number of ponies that you're going to burn through. Oh, this they're all going to be pony Cindelart. Like, mm. All right. I don't know how I feel about that. There's nothing so time do. passes. No, there's. I have no power here. Um, and so time passes. Uh, it, it is it is dark and it is quite Barovia. It is before the dawn. That's not true. And in nowhere is it more true than Barovia um, because it's darkest in the middle of the night. Just think about it. Think about it. That's what makes sense. But eventually uh, the rosy fingers of dawn uh, start to creep in. Father- I don't like uh, that sentence, I'm sorry. The fog <laughs> creeps in on little cat's feet. Acknowledged. Um, <laughs> so uh, Father Donovich looking bleary eyed as all get out uh, appears. Um, Ismark and Arena start to kind of like wake wake up, and uh, Fa- Father Donovich appears in the main room of the church and says, "It is time." At last, let's get this done. Crucible yeah. gets to right. his feet and gives a nod to the priest. We are prepared All to right. do our duty. By the way, Crucible, thanks for hanging out instead of leaving last night. My pleasure. I want to make sure that everybody feels safe and all necessary precautions are taken. I was very brave of you to investigate further. Thanks for that guidance, by the way. You're quite welcome. Uh, so I'm going to assume that you are prepared to assist in the uh, the makeshift uh, coffin out behind the church. Yep. There's a waiting spot in the graveyard uh, where it has already been dug. There's a pile of dirt and some shovels next to it. Point, and, of, or- uh, point of order, Tony. Did you say yeah. waiting or waiting spot? Because that makes waiting. a big difference. Okay, so it's not Wait, a There's swamp. a kiddie pool. <laughs> it's not a swamp yeah. cemetery, is it? He's a Barovian way, you know, to not question. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's traditional to have pool party to honor the dead. Um, <laughs> But there's a swamp uh, monster in the pool. Yes. Right. Well, you know, it's also a traditional Barovian way. Everything is monster. <laughs> uh, so, so Father Donovich kind of leads you in a small little procession. Uh, the five of you and uh, Ismi, a dog. Have I forgotten anything else in our entourage here of, of things? pony <laughs> and a pony <laughs> pony <laughs> whispers um so pony dog coffin people arena uh yeah eric uh Aline, i think my audio my internet is being a little sluggish so okay i apologize that's okay uh, oh, i, I just didn't know me. if there's something that wasn't me to... nope it's i think it's me okay so uh father donovich leads your sad little progression with the, with the six the five of you plus ismark carrying the coffin followed by a pony followed by a dog followed by Arena Koliana. You make your way out to the waiting gravesite behind the church, and uh, you help Ismark lower the coffin into the, uh, the gravesite. And Father Donovich says a few words. Which are? Kolyan Indirovich, you're a good man who did the people of Barovia 
as good as you could in hard times. May the morning Lord watch over you and you find some peace now. And then he, uh, he signals to uh, Ismark and Arena, and they pick up shovels and begin to bury. Crucible also makes a sign and says, may the blessings of Onatar be upon you and may you be reforged in the next life. And Brildris says, in Hela's name, may you rest in peace. They share a fist And Elavor uh, <laughs> turns into a bird. Just my butt. Yeah, it is traditional to have octopus at Peruvian funeral. <laughs> One second. Yes, okay. Uh, Elavor, it's a cantrip, casts Druid Craft to make a flower <laughs> to make a flower blossom at the head of the grave, like next to the gravestone. Father in Father Donovich uh, gives each of you kind of a, a uh, tired nod and kind of in thanks. Uh, he seems to to appreciate your presence here. Uh, so it takes a little bit of time. Uh, uh, Ismark and Arena uh, finish filling in the grave. And Father Donovich turns to Ismark and says, Ismark, the people of Barovia, little Barovia, have not been kind to you. But now they will look to you for leadership and guidance. It's time for you to shape up. And do what you can for the town. And then he turns and heads back into the church. All right. So the five of you are just sitting there with brother and sister uh, Indirovich as they smooth the dirt over on their grave. It's raining a little bit, you know, just kind of a, a, a quiet little cold mist falling on you. You know that the father cannot keep his son contained forever. Yeah, I think we should go check that out. It is, is there anything that, worth that can be done for him? Would There's be... only one thing that must be done for him, and that is to relieve him from his bestial form, whatever it may be. I would feel better if the father were on board to concur with our assessment. And if he's not, he'll try to prevent us from our task. Is it really a task? I mean, he doesn't seem to be doing any harm down there. I mean, it as long as he got earplugs it's because he's contained i i don't know exactly what's going on there but i can't imagine that it's anything very good and what happens when the father is no longer around to look after his son he does seem pretty frail yeah i, I think we should of that. go check it out uh irina and ismark are going to head back to their, their to their house uh, unless you have any further business with get out of here while you can is that is that what you're saying to them yeah, that's my advice okay leave uh ismark uh he kind of you know motions to the view and he says i thank you for what you have done for my family the people of barovia they uh, maybe they do not believe in me but maybe now i have a chance you have you've been kind to me when none others have um i i cannot thank you enough it is never too late to change your ways, young man. I, I will Broldish? try. <laughs> I heard that. What, what did Brol just say? <laughs> just that I think you can do it. No. Oh, I thought you, I thought because, okay, just a, a, a step away, a, a side <laughs> on the table. I thought, so father said, or they said, um, 
I cannot thank you enough. And I thought you were going to say, well, you can thank us enough by giving us something. I thought that's where you were going with that. It's like, oh my God. Um, it, it pains me to ask more of you. You have done so much for me, but should you be departing here from Barovia, little Barovia, anytime soon, uh, perhaps you could take my sister with you. It is, it is not safe here. The, uh, my family will be watched over by the devil when he, he looks at the, the, the statue or not statue. <laughs> Sorry. I went to the thing I'm default afraid of. Um, he looks to <laughs> the castle, which in a way is like a big statue shaped like a house. <laughs> he looks to the castle on the mountain above the town uh, and kind of crosses himself. It is not safe for her here. Maybe she will be safe further away. Maybe, maybe in Valaki, maybe Kresk, but yes, should you, should you be traveling from here you know, if I will assume you have already said no, I've already asked too much of you. But but if you could find the kindness in your heart to take her with you, if she would be willing to even go, it would be it would be for the best for her and for my family, perhaps even for the people at Barovia. Little Barovia. Lena looks him in the eyes and says, "If she stays, it's because she's worried after you. You can prove to her that you will be okay with her gone by not drinking so much wine." by not falling into disrepair. Otherwise, we'll never convince her to come with us. I will try, I will try. Can, oh, okay, never mind, never mind. I was just gonna try to support the the persuasion check there, but oh, yeah. it was kind of just rolling, so I don't you know. You could try, I mean, he is saying it, perhaps. Uh, perhaps actions are different from words. That's so he, true. He could always uh, be more convinced, let's say. Yeah, so while Lena was sort of saying those things, Elevor was kind of like counting them in the air. Um, mm. One, you yeah. could stop drinking Hype too much man. wine, too. You could start, yeah. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to say um, it's clear that it's clear that this, <laughs> this, or I, I first I'm like, exactly. You should really listen to Lena. It's clear that this place is no longer safe and your best bet and 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 the best bet of the people you care about is to find a new place to call home and then he rolls a persuasion check <laughs> uh that's oh my god i didn't realize i had a plus six persuasion what up wow. 21 wow they all uh, pick up and move yeah <laughs> mark says i i will try but the people of the town they they Little Barovia is all they know, and the, the the tales of those who travel on the roads are that it is dangerous and treacherous, and I, I do not know. I will stay here and I will try and unite the people for us because it may take it may take some work, it may take some doing. We have already seen so much, and they are only more entrenched in their ways. Um, my father's death has has only made them more scared, not more willing to take action. But I see now that this is not a life that we can continue to live here in fear in the shadow of the devil. Well, if yeah, you are sort cons- of like, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. If you are concerned for your sister and she is willing to leave, we would be more than happy. I apologize for speaking out of turn if I'm speaking for the rest of you, but I feel that we would be more than happy to make sure that she is escorted to some other safer location. She can ride pony. Mm. <laughs> I that that's speaking for me as well, uh, Crucible. Um, I I am happy to uh, help protect this this person. I still feel, you know, in my where I'm from, 
there's a parable. Um, there's a group of ants and they every year harvest uh, their food and they stack it piles and piles and piles high. And each year grasshoppers come and they take most of the food of those ants. And those ants, time and time again, just give up their food, give up their food, give up their food. Crucible, I'm speaking. And the problem with that is that they continued to let this happen. And finally, they decided that enough was enough, thanks to one very clever ant. And they stood up for themselves. And it was hard to, to, to make happen, but they finally had freedom. And so what I see right now, Little Barovia, you kind of placed yourself at the foot of these grasshoppers. In this case, you know, let's go with Hopper is the name of the devil here. You've placed yourself at the foot of Hopper and all of you ants in the city should just find a new, either, either find a new place to go or stand up and say, listen, you can't have our food stores anymore. That is a wonderful story. Truly a bug's life is very difficult. <laughs> Indeed. And one day you too could be a beautiful butterfly. We do not have ants in Barovia, but I will think on this. Kane, <laughs> um, please update the list. Okay. Are there any ants in Barovia ants. Well, no yeah, ant eaters, clearly. Mm. Mm. That wouldn't make any sense, Dan. Yeah. So. Okay. I should, be, I should be seeing just some things in town. Good okay. luck. You know, I'm I'm thinking that maybe you don't realize how large the grasshoppers grow here, Elevore. Clearly not. Do you because have these people giant are grasshoppers? Oh God. <laughs> we have giant everything. Fascinating. In fact, the only thing that should be added to the list is no small things. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some small things. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't like the sound of that. Well, I guess yeah. Are we gonna still? You still want to investigate the uh, the sun before we go? You need to come to yeah. a consensus as a group about what you want to do. Sure. With, uh... I'm willing to just dis discuss it and talk to the priest again or whatever. I'm curious yeah, to hear, I'll, yeah, I'll what do people think about it? Door. There is going to be a crying priest who either begs us not to kill his son or attempts physically to stop us. I've seen this before. But whatever is happening with him, it is no existence. And even if the father can't see it, we need to release his son from whatever this is. Well, I found Elevor's discussion with Ismark very persuasive. Perhaps he could attempt to make the father see reason. <sighs> Perhaps he before, could make though. the father see reason while some of us sneak down into the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Elevore pulls out a lute and he sings I don't like that because it's sketchy and I don't like those sketchy moves uh, I think uh, Spurious Whispery Face just got a royalty check <laughs> <laughs> Elevore, so I will say like this whole time Elevore has been very I don't know I, I think Elevore kind of may, has made a little bit of a, a rapport and relationship with uh, Father uh, Dongle, Dongle, uh, Dongle. Dong yes, clearly you're very close. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like y'all can do that if you want to, but I should not know about it. 
Oh, Lena has like said this all kind of out, outright. Um, okay. Well, then. Broldish would never try to sneak around behind the back of her pal, Elabor. Aww. And Pony would never sneak around behind Pony. <laughs> and Amra would never sneak behind a pony. And so. Pony wouldn't sneak around because we. Because we <laughs> telepathically. So. Yeah, Pony is currently stuck in a chair. Yeah, he uh, would so, never so, sneak Tony, around because I, Pony's a horse. Tony, so father's mix... outside right now. <laughs> Sorry, a bunch of people talked at once. I missed it. Dan, you go first. Uh, I was going to say, could I make any sort of check, religion, arcana, something to know if there is any way to cure the sun? Yeah, because I'm interested mm. in that as well. You'd probably have to know what. Well, his yeah, deal that's my thing. Is. Is... I mean, we can assure the father that if we can figure out a way to cure his son, we would do so. But um, I worry very much for the citizens of this town with such a threat literally simmering underfoot. Uh, Citadel, do you want to give me... Not Citadel, sorry. Uh, so Crucible. Offensive. Crucible, do you want to give me a... I would say probably a religion check? Sure. That was a 17. Uh, Crucible, I am going to tell you uh, that when a... You know, it seems like you have not seen this, this creature yourself, but based upon what Father Donovich has told you, uh, if he is an undead creature, one can't really come back from that. Okay. And especially he has been in the state he has been in for quite some time. So, I mean, probably from your perspective, he is really, he is, he is a monster that happens to look like someone you used to know. And that is unfortunate, but it, you know, Every, all of the things that truly made his son who he was are dead, even if the body still moves around and screams. All right. I got a 20 on my religion check. I assume I came to the same conclusion. Yeah. All right. In that case, I feel like Lena has perhaps uh, persuaded me. It may be up to us <laughs> to do what the father cannot. Mm -hmm. And this is presuming he is indeed undead and not, say, just sick. Yes. But yeah, it's weird. He has he has a bad cold. <laughs> <laughs> I need Theraflu. Yeah, oh, I mean God. he could be alive, but just really weird and creepy. Yeah, yeah. yep. We don't it, kill people in, in that case. We've got questions for the priest about why he locked up his. <laughs> we don't kill people for being creepy here in Barovia. You guys are <laughs> be dead at this point. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, so okay. So we tell the priest our intentions. So Father Donovich is standing on the steps of his church, just kind of, I guess, thinking um, as you approach. You know, he's got a lot of downtime in his days, I think is what I'm saying. You you come back around to the front of the church and he's standing there by the door. I'm welcome. I, I, nods I, at you. I'm willing to take a shot at this, but my persuasion is negative one. So I may not be the best person for the job, but if nobody else feels like doing it, Crucible will fall on that sword. You'd have to convince Elevor if you wanted. You'd have to persuade Elevor <laughs> if you wanted him to persuade. Can I roll insight Elevor. on the priest based on our interactions? Yeah. Um, I'm see... also going to say that you have at this point... Uh, advantage on any persuasion related things with the priest because you have you built up a rapport with him right so so he's, i want to see he's that you're good people he's confided in you 
Yeah. I, I, my primary goal is to see whether I think how I think he'll react. If I think he'll do anything rash or like try to stop us, or if I think he knows this deep down and would let us, you know, investigate. I'm hoping it's the latter. Because sure. An insight check. Uh, that is a crit plus eight. Heck yes. You know, I, I think that if you could s- use one word to sum up Father Donovich, it is that he is tired. Aww. He is so very tired. And he has just been doing what he can to get by. And, you know, he does not really, he is he is a people that the few people of Little Barovia uh, can trust and trust in him. And he does not have anyone to go to for help himself. And though he would be very reluctant probably to, you know, assist in the course of action, I think you all are suggesting, uh, I think he'd be prepared to let it happen. Crucible is that, is that helpful, uh, Lena? Yeah, Crucible yeah it definitely to- is. And she, she conveys this, that after thinking about it, um, she thinks as long as he wouldn't stop us. Um, she has no issue with telling him. Crucible's willing to uh, to talk to the priest too, as a fellow man of the cloth or mm-hmm. uh, person of the cloth. Yeah. Um, so construct of the cloth. Yes, he'll go up to the the priest, lay a hand on his shoulder, and say, "Father, now that we have helped you lay Ismark's burden to rest, perhaps we can help you remove the burden that you have been carrying." And then you stab him. <laughs> wow this is why we can't have nice things <laughs> wow um, i am you know sorry. perhaps perhaps it would be nice if if uh someone were to take a walk with father donovich while this happened maybe mm. take a walk? Wants to take a walk. <laughs> all right i'll take a walk with father dongle boy <laughs> And so close. All right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's early morning. Elvor and father Donovich are going to go for a little stroll. Um, he kind of avoids looking back over his shoulder at the church. Uh, you know, he has some things he'll chat with you about Elvor. Uh, meanwhile, back in the church, um, we're going to say that pony is outside now. Um, Sure. Pony doesn't want to come down into the basement. Oh, Pony's God. can't go downstairs, <laughs> oh, Kenan. <laughs> so Wait, I brought you a pony. On, hold on. No, no. It is a trap door. It's not like it's a staircase. We got to pause. Are, mm-hmm. So is it canon that in Big Barovia or Little Barovia, horses cannot go downstairs? In Little Barovia, <laughs> horses can't go downstairs. But in Big Local Barovia, ordinance. They can? We don't know yet. We don't oh, know, Micah. True. We are that's world true. building. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm totally fine with horses not being able to go downstairs because this is a pony. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Can ponies go downstairs? <laughs> we don't know, but that is qual. You know what? You don't get information from Rose Lawyer. I'm not even. <laughs> yes, there, thank so. you. That's right. No one is there because the pony is outside. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, the the screaming seemed to stop around dawn. Uh, but you gather in the kind of ruined trash room of the church. Um, there is a swollen with water from the elements getting in through to this room, little trap door here. Um, it's going to take some work to get that open. So, yay. Who's I'll, strong? Um, I, I'm pretty strong. strong. I got, yeah. Maybe stronger than I am. Uh, I don't know. I'm 
plus three. Only one of you can try and force a trap door open at a time. I my strength is I'm, my strength bonus is plus four, so it's just a yeah. straight up strength check. Do it up. Yep. Uh, twenty one. Okay, you have no trouble, uh, Broldish, uh, popping open the uh. The trap door. Before before they go down into it, uh, Crucible will take a. He's got sort of a kind of a spear on his back, and he will remove that. He will murmur something and place a hand on it, and it's you see both a a rune on his forehead that you didn't notice before start to glow, and then the spear start to glow slightly for a moment in uh, sympathy with it. Mm-hmm. So you can see down into the basement or undercroft of the church. It's dark. Uh, I can go first. Who has night vision? I can cast uh, light too if we need that. Okay. Um, do we see any sort of reflection of the light from the room on the ground? Like, do we think that there's water down there? Uh, I mean, it, it seems damp, but there does not look like there's standing water in the okay uh, in the, the base. I I do have dark vision, so I can go first. You're but I'm also concerned yeah. about property values <laughs> um could lena drop a torch down there Whoever's gonna go first uh move their token over i made a little map to the right uh with the basement sure okay so she would like to do so um oh i see the map okay so basically just oh there it is um Oh, it's stairs. Oh, so it's, yeah. There's a little bit of drop and then there's some steps. Oh, okay. Then she won't light the steps on fire. (laughs) (laughs) As fun as that sounds. uh, Professional adventure. Okay. (laughs) So so she'll have a um, torch in one hand, at least unless somebody casts light. I can cast light Uh, on. Okay. So Lena, um, you can cast it on the torch. That would be unnecessary. I, I'm carrying a shield, so I will touch my shield and have it start awesome. to glow. Thank you. So let me just describe uh, the Undercroft, the basement of the church. It's kind of rough-hewn walls, because Dungeons & Dragons loves the term rough-hewn. Uh, it's carved out of the stone and earth. Uh, the ground is kind of damp clay. Uh, the main There's not really any kind of furniture or rooms down here. There's just these beams, pillars, wooden pillars that are holding up the... Uh, the uh, floor of the church above you um kind of sags and strains under them the pillars all look kind of damp and maybe a little rotten there is a little bit of light coming in through kind of cracks in the floor um and you can see it looks like some kind of shape moving around in the far corner opposite where you're dropping down here i would like to use my divine sense um so as an action, I can detect good and evil, and until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything that is affected by the Hallow spell, or I can know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Uh, well, Broldish, you uh, you detect an undead creature lurking in the corner of the church basement. Did we find out what the son's name is, or is he just... Hey, Sonny. I, I, I know what his name is. I don't know if any of you asked. No, I don't think we did. Okay. No, I think we mostly asked, why is he screaming? Is it, yeah. is it Chad? It's not Chad, Dan. Okay, just check. Chad Mark. 
So we there are no chads. There are no chads in Barovia, Jane. This list is growing really <laughs> fast. <laughs> okay, do we want to head further in? Yeah. yeah. So I will tell everybody behind me. I will say he is definitely undead. I can tell from here. Which... Uh, Lena unsheaths her swords. <laughs> yep, I've got my my weapon out as well. Yep. All right, and so out. you head deeper into the dark, gloomy church basement. You can see uh, some kind of shadow, or in the shadows, oh a, a creature kind of darting back and forth between the columns in the corner of the church basement, and. Uh, as you get closer, your your torchlight kind of flickers upon its face, and you see the gaunt, hungry face of a young man. But his he looks relatively human, were it not for a face, a mouth full of sharp, pointy teeth. And he lunges at you. Mm. Will this horrible undead nightmare kill four out of five of the party? Will <laughs> Elevore have a nice chat with Donovich <laughs> for answers to questions such as these? Tune in next time to Total Party Kill live stream. We are going to take, I think, a five or ten minute break and then play some more Dungeons and Dragons. How's that? Lovely, love it. All Everyone right. good? I'm putting up a, I'm putting up a little break stream. Don't go or break screen. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> break.
Hello, live stream. We are back. We are back. Hello, How does stream. combat work? <laughs> roll dice, add numbers. All I know is Chad's in Barovia. really excited about it. How does combat work? Very carefully. <laughs> Welcome back to Total Party Kill. I'm your dungeon master, Tony Sindelar. We are continuing the adventures of the dog and pony show. Um, our adventurers are trapped in the horrible, horrible land of Barovia. They have buried a burgermeister. They have befriended a brother and sister. They are having some weird chats with a priest. And now they're in the basement of a church. Will they confront and put to rest the undead menace that plagues this church basement? Will Elevore have a nice chat with a priest on a walk so that he doesn't have to think about our heroes murdering his son? For answers to questions such as these, let's play Dungeons and Dragons. Right now, you nerds, uh, I will introduce people in the order that they have rolled initiative. Uh, first off, it's Jane Ritt. Hi, Jane. Hello, I am Lena Dulina. And how? Next up, it's Erica Enstein. And I am playing Bruldish. Uh, also here, Aline Sims. Emma Soliana and her Mastiff Androdite. Uh, Aline will be followed by a undead creature that lives in the church basement. We'll meet him <laughs> soon. Uh, but we'll, let's focus on our player characters for now. Uh, next up, it is Dan Morin. Hi, cast in Onatar's Crucible here. And Micah, I didn't mean to introduce you last, but uh, I don't know what your initiative is, so you're currently at the bottom of the list. Hi, Micah Sargent. Hello, my initiative is cannot compute. <laughs> error, error. Oh, and I'm Elevor, the half elf druid. Yes, Erevor, the half elf error. <laughs> I'm Erevor, you're right. You're so right. Uh, can you give me an initiative number when you have a chance? I'm not in it. Uh, do you, your stuff's going to happen. Bottom. Oh, I'm sorry. Stuff's going to happen. Let's see. Well, in that case, <laughs> I'll give you an initiative order. Oh, no. I hope Father Dumbledore isn't going to turn into... <laughs> you have such affection for him and yet refuse to learn his name. Ah, Jokes. Father Donnie Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Father Fanny Dooley. Uh, I got an 18 for my initiative. All right. Ah. I'm, I'm going to put that in there. So uh, let us... Uh, go in descending order of initiative, as is traditional. Uh, Lena Dulina, you are on the steps leading down into the the uh, the basement. You have seen the torchlight flicker across the face of this strange undead creature, a mouth full of fangs. Uh, he looks hungry and emaciated, and he holds his face and starts to kind of scream and rock back and forth. His hands look kind of like maybe they've been chewed on a little bit. Uh, but they look all of his fingers look rather claw like. Um, this seems to uh, not enrage Lena, but make her deeply sad and determined. Um, and I'm trying to figure out so these are stairs. What would mm -hmm. movement look like getting closer to him? I, I bet you could just vault off the side of the stairs and move about the uh, the. Uh, Sounds basement. like something that Lena would do. That really yeah. does. So she's going to, um, and use a bonus action for insightful fighting. Is a bonus action. She can make an insight check against a teach a creature that she can see that isn't incapacitated. 
contested by the target's deception check. Uh-huh. And then if she succeeds, she's going to be able to use sneak attack sort of from wherever she is. Okay. Um, so that is going to be a insight is eight. So that's a 22. And I am rolling, did you say perception? Uh, deception. I don't know what my deception check is for this, I but I rolled... Uh, oh, okay. I rolled a 21, which is very oh. good, but not good enough, I think. You said 23? I did. Or okay. 22. That's still a number better than 21. So, okay. close. Yes, very close. So she is going to try and bring her sword down um, on top of this poor soul. So this strange, undead young man is a bit startled as you lunge across the uh, church basement at him and stab at him. Yeah, she she will not permit an undead beast to live, pitiful though he may be. Um, so that is a 19 with her short sword. Definitely hits. Roll me damage. So that is um, 1d6. That's one on the die, plus four, so that's five, but then she also gets sneak attack. Like rolling lots of dice, consider playing a rogue. Yes. <laughs> um, that is 19 damage. Oh, gosh. Holy man. That was a... Whoa. Yeah. All I, right. So she, she vaults down some stairs uh strides over sizes him up and then stabs him in the side of the torso yep. uh, strange sickly looking blood is oozing out of him broldish you are up next all right uh Broldish sees lena do that and just gets this look of like awe on her face oh <laughs> you made a friend <laughs> very impressed uh and uh much less elegantly uh sort of lumbers forward and just runs straight at it uh <laughs> <laughs> axe axe out um but i'm actually going to use my channel divinity to Ooh. let's see use my vow of enmity uh, as a bonus action, I can choose a creature within 10 feet once I get up there and gain advantage on attack rolls against it for one minute or until it drops to zero. Oh, getting advantage on Lena. Bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I need a second die. So then I will attack with um, my uh, battle axe. My mm-hmm. sacred battle axe of Halo, the one that is definitely not magic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's see. That's a 26 to hit. I that definitely hits. Hoping that hits. Okay. And that is seven points of slashing damage. Okay, and that's non-magical. Correct. Okay. Jane, was your weapon magical? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Just, just normal just, old sword damage. Just, just no, no worries. Just checking. Just you know. <laughs> I feel like if definitely feel, not important information. I feel like if I ever like get to the point where I feel like I need to use the magic axe that's just hanging out on my back, I'm gonna have to have some sort of like in-game penalty for it because that would just be so against character. Mm. That's, uh, that is it for me. 
All right. So, uh, Broldish and Lena Dulina have engaged the undead menace in the sh- spooky, shadowy church basement. Meanwhile, somewhere nearby, Elvor and Father Donovich are just going for a little walk around the church grounds. Uh, uh, Elvor, I think Father Donovich is just kind of probably taking your arm and is leaning ah, on you Tony a little bit. Tony can't say his name. Donovich. I think <laughs> I said it right. Father Donovich, he's he's leaning on you a little bit. He's um, he's kind of patting your arm. He says, "You strange people have just been so kind to us. I just, I, I bad things happen to those who come to Barovia. I mean, bad things happen to those who are born here as well. I just, I, 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 I hope I hope things go okay for you. Thank let you, me, Father. L- let me let me let me give you some advice." Um, I suspect that your your time in this town will be drawing to a close sometime soon, and uh, the, the the road will call to you. Um, there is an encampment not too far from here, closer to, to Little Barovia than to the next town over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vistani live there. Uh, the people of Barovia, Big Barovia, they're very very suspicious of the Vistani. But there's one there, their, their leader, Madam Eva, leader of the Vistani of that encampment. She can be trusted. She is she is someone you might seek out. She might provide you with some some counsel in in these these troubled times. But Father, you, uh, said you, you didn't Eva? you didn't hear this from me. Yes, Madame Eva. Understood. She she knows things. She she knows things. You say, um, and, and you you suggest that we seek her out for guidance in Big Barovia. Indeed. Meanwhile, seen- back in the church, Imra, you are <laughs> at the top of the, uh, the 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 little drop into the basement, unsure of whether you want to go into the basement or not. How's it going? Um, well, yeah. Am I actually on the top step or am I because I'm standing where the trap door is? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that means that I'm on the top step. I just didn't move my token over. Am, is that right or not? Sure. OK, whatever, wherever you think, wherever you think you are is fine with me. You were like in between. You were like, oh, down there, up, up there. I don't know. You were indecisive. Yeah, I think I was waiting for people to um, move out of the way. And they had by the time we came back from yeah. our break. But I hadn't moved my token yet. But I want to leave Androdite at the top of the stairs. Um, since she has really good passive hearing perception. So that she can alert us if anything happens there. Um and then I am going to, I think, pull. So, so as I was watching Lena and Broldish attack this poor undead child person, um, did I feel like they were doing all of the damage? Like, Broldish really swung that axe, but does it look as damaged as I feel like it should be? Or can I not tell? Why don't, you, why don't you give me a, a quick perception check? I guess for you. Okay. Plus five to perception, so that's a 16. Seems like maybe not. And, you know, it does occur to you that there are some some creatures out there, particularly those that are powerful or, or unnatural, uh, uh, that are uh, resistant to damage non-weapons okay um am i can i vault over the stairs or am i too tall is it too high 
you totally can. I totally can. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to come. You're uh, all vault qualified. Vault qualified. Um, I'm going to jump over and come over here and I'm going to pull out um, my long sword plus one. Mm, that um, sounds magic. It does sound magic. And I do get two attacks now because I'm amazing. Oh, multi-attack. <laughs> Oh my god, I totally forgot. I should have also gotten two attacks. Oh well. <laughs> you, you're just like, I only like to attack once. I can attack twice, but nah. I'm Braldish. That's my Braldish impression. Um, so the first is a 13. Uh, a 13 will not hit this strange undead creature, but let's see about your second one. Second is 14. Uh, 14 will also not hit them. Okay. You don't have some uh. kind of uh, way to get advantage on these right now, I guess. I don't think so. Okay. Alrighty, so I'm going to, oh no, wait, no. I, yeah, I'm going to, I have one more square, so I'm going to move back so that if someone wants to run in there and but also attack, attack, attack can. Can it will it? attack you if you disengage from oh, it. Oh, crud, that's right. Yeah. Jerk face. Fine, you can, I'll You stay. can move to the left. No, don't, stay closer to Broldish. Slide to the left. <laughs> Slide to the right. Roger says, stay near me. Okay, so I'm staying here. All right. So three of you are crowded around this undead creature. Crucible, you stand at the foot of the stairs, peering around this church uh, basement. What will you do? Crucible strides down the stairs through the hallway, takes up a spot next to Broldish, raises his hand, murmurs an incantation, again, the rune on his forehead glowing, and then from his hand shoots a beam of energy uh could you have our uh, against this this uh undead creature who mm -hmm. will need to make a dexterity saving throw all right i got a 14 what did i need to make uh you need to get a 14 i can't mm -hmm. I think that means you succeed the undead creature darts out of the way of the beam as you uh shoot a hole in one of the rafters <laughs> <laughs> as a bonus action uh crucible reaches over towards Bruldish lays a hand against the flat of her axe and it begins to glow with magical energy. It's now a plus one axe. Ooh, upgraded. Yeah. Crucible, new best friend. <laughs> All right. Neato. Um so the undead creature is next. Let me let me just let's let's just break the ice here a little bit. Uh this guy is named Doru. <laughs> He used to be Father Donovich's son. Now he is something else. That something else, he's I think always you could probably Doru, conclude. Though? Yeah, he's always been named Doru. Um, he seems to be some kind of little vampire. Um, oh, just a little vampire. Just a little one. Little vampire so spawn. Um, but a vampire nonetheless. And I don't think any of you have encountered a vampire. though. So though he is, you know... The littlest vampire, just a scamp. Uh, vampires are a rather uh, dangerous, uh, deadly uh, undead creature to encounter. And, you know, thankfully they tend to be pretty solitary. Probably this is the only vampire in Barovia. So once this is taken care of, <laughs> clean sailings. Just, you, you can all go home. We um, found him, guys. Yeah, this is him. <laughs> Job done. Job done. Just living in the basement, 10 minutes from where we started the adventure. All set. Um, <laughs> And probably some of you who would be religiously inclined, such as Crucible and Broldish, would know that vampires have a have a variety of uh, traditional um, 
weaknesses such as the inability to enter dwellings without an invitation, uh, not a fan of running water, stake through the heart is bad. That's also bad for Tony's. Uh, and sunlight is also bad. Also a little bad, bad for, for Erica's. Oh, uh, yeah, not great for me. You know, that Irish heritage gets you every time. So the other thing is that they can regenerate a little bit. And indeed, Goru uh, looks almost uh, unharmed at this stage of things. So, um, Broldish, I suspect Doru wants to attack you because you are the uh, kind of biggest, most intimidating-looking target. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm certainly the most intimidating, and I also like screamed at him. So, all right. Uh, Doru is going to, to uh, call you. That's a nine. That's not very impressive. And he'll do it again, but this time he'll try harder. Uh, that is an 18. How about that? Nope. 18 doesn't hit Broldish? 18 does not hit Broldish. Heck yeah. All right. Well, that was Dora's turn. Lena do Lena. Hey. Um, she does not like that uh, Doru looks... Um, just about as healthy as he was before. Um, so she is going to try and stab him with a sword again. Um, that is going to be a 15 versus AC. Uh, that is the AC uh, for a vampire spawn. Wonderful. So. Okay, so that will be... Uh, six damage and then sneak attack. Uh, I just rolled uh, three sixes. Oh, so um, Satan in the house tonight. <laughs> Somewhere, somebody up in a castle above Barovia uh, 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 uh. laughs a haunting laugh. <laughs> okay, so that is 24 damage. Um, and then as a bonus action, um, I'm going to use two weapon fighting. So I'm going to attack again. Um, that is higher. Jane, could you say the damage number again? One, one more time for me. Two, four. Okay. Got it. Um, and this time it is going to be just four damage. Uh, all right. Yep. All set, Jane? Yep. Erica, Broldish. All right. Uh, Broldish is just now surrounded by her friends who have done all sorts of cool things like shooting beams and stabbing. <laughs> and her axe so glows. Very exciting. Uh, is so excited that she's going to remember to attack twice this time. Mm. Uh, still have advantage. So uh, I'm going to yep. take my first swipe. And that's a crit. Nice. Yes. Uh, okay. So let's see. So, double damage. Double yeah. damage. Okay. So first of all, um, I, I'm i going to use Divine Smite, which I can use a spell slot. Uh, when I hit with a melee weapon attack, I can expend one spell slot to deal 2d8 extra radiant damage to the target, plus 1d8 um, because it is undead. So... D door not enjoy that just so we're clear yeah, yeah. Uh, so i'll do the, the actual weapon damage first 
which is four and four, right? That's eight. So eight slashing damage from the axe itself. Then And uh, Dan, just to clarify, this counts as a magic weapon now. It counts as a plus one magic weapon. Oh, so, so you add yeah, one. Got it. Yeah, if you didn't already add one to your damage, Erica, that's an additional one. Day. I did not. Okay, so one more. So that one more. Nine. Got it. All right, and then... Thirteen radiant damage. And then I will All right. Through the vampire spawn does not look like he is doing well. Meanwhile, back up, back no, no, no. outside the church. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, my second attack's probably not gonna do it though, because that is a 17. No, that hits. Oh, does it? Yep, 15 and above. All right. We believe in you. That's Hurrah. that's Jane. Lena would never say that. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a uh, thirteen slashing damage, magical slashing damage. All right, Doro is in really bad shape at this point. Good. Meanwhile, back upstairs outside the church, Elavor and Father Donovich are continuing their stroll. Uh, Elevor, did I cut you off in the middle of a question last time? You did, but it was perfectly uh, cinematic. Dramatically timed? Do you want to remind us what that question was? Yes, the question that I was asking was, um, Father, how do you know that this is the person to whom we should speak? What, what, What do you know about Madam Eva? She is very wise, and she seems to know things about the devil strawed that no one else does. They say she has the, the gift of sight, that she knows things that are going to happen before they happen. Um, she does not the limitation. She does not know these things about herself and her own fate and capable, therefore, of changing her destiny, but, but she can tell others what, where their life will lead them. And this, 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 may, this may aid you in whatever struggles are to come. And I should tell you a little bit of the, of the Vistani. They are... Well, it is complicated. The, the, the people of Barovia, both little Barovia and big Barovia, they do not trust them and they're superstitious. They believe that they are Strahd's chosen people. And Strahd's it is chosen people? It is true. Some of them, some of them, sir, are just people, yes, but others are just those who are trying to live their lives. So, and, and Madam Eva, she is one that you can trust. I cannot speak for the others. Ah, I see. Um, well, I thank you for that, Father. It's, it's interesting to me, you know, what, what is it about you that makes you able to trust this person? I assume she's not a follower of, of your deity. She is not, but... I do not know. She does not serve the devil, Strahd. And to, 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 to stand against him is not something... I mean, she does not actively work against him, but to take any position against him is not something that anyone in the land of Barovia does. So, 
For this, I place some trust in, in at least her words, if not actions. And she, she may be able to tell you of what your future holds. Uh, and then uh, Elevor, uh, never mind. No, uh, <laughs> I, I don't have anything to do right now. Um, All right. Perhaps yeah, it is good. best we head back now. I think it might be time that we get back. You, um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you out here all day. I know that you grow wary. Indeed. And it is, although it is nice to to bask in that uh, that light of the father, as it were. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back in the basement. <laughs> um. All right. I'm gonna do the long sword thing again. Mm-hmm. 12. I'm going to change dice. (laughs) Always a good strategy. And ooh, 24. That'll do it. Tell me about damage. Uh, Nine. And that was longsword plus one. All right. So it takes the full damage. All right. A crucible. Uh, Doru, the vampire spawn, looks kind of miserable, cowering at your feet. What shall you do? Did it seem before as though the radiant damage dealt by Bruldish had any extra effect on Doru, or could I not tell? I will tell you, uh, I think you would probably know enough just from the kind of religion. Uh, It does not do extra damage. But the a vampire cannot regenerate if it has recently taken yep. uh, radiant damage. Cool. So. Um, and do we think this guy is more dexterous or more constant? Also, holy, holy. Does does uh, Crucible spit holy water? Because no, sorry, that's probably me. <laughs> no, but I think I can make it though. Okay. Uh, I don't want to think about that. Too far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got like a little soda stream fountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little tap in his chest that comes yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hey team, do we think this guy is more dexterous or more constitutional? Any ideas? Probably dexterous. dexterous. All right. yeah. Crucible will take a step forward, and then he will uh, basically make a motion with his hand, and burning radiance erupts from him. Oh God! Uh, have uh, Doru make a Constitution check. Uh, uh, 18. That's pretty good. 18 is too good. Nothing happens. It looks impressive, though. Sorry. Is that it looks really 18. Cool. Indeed. All right. Dan, anything else? Um, nobody's taken any damage yet, right? I don't think so. Damn. Uh, yeah, don't heal him, please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've changed. Curry sides. favor with the undead. Yeah, uh, I think I'm. I think I'm done. All right. Uh, um, well, he has taken radiant damage recently, so he is not going to regenerate, which is bad for him. Erica? Yes? 
if the vampire spawn attacks someone other than Broldish, does something bad happen to the vampire spawn? Uh, possibly depends on. Well, actually, at this point, yeah. If he if he tries to attack somebody else, I will actually just use my uh, reaction to interpose my shield and give him disadvantage on the attack. All right. Well, that, <laughs> given so that, yeah, given that the vampire spawn will try and grab you, Broldish. That's not going to do it. It will try again. Uh, 23 versus Broldish. Okay, yeah, that one hits. Fine. All right. Uh, Doru slashes your face, Broldish, dealing eight slashing damage. Ow. The cut kind well, of you burns. Know what? My face is full of scars anyway. Nobody's yeah. Well, the cut burns a little bit. Uh, Lena Delina, you have just seen a vampire spawn take a slice out of your friend. What will you do? Uh, this seems to enrage Lena, and she um, raises her short swords aloft. Um, that is going to be uh, 16 versus AC, which I that think hits. Yep. yep. Uh, that'll be... Sorry, there's an alarm. Um, seven plus. Your roll was too good. The cops are coming. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Do you need okay, please? my my dice die has uh, or my dice luck has uh, flipped back. It is only a twelve damage. With was that seven damage. and twelve or twelve total? Twelve total. Okay. Um, and then for my second attack, um, doesn't hit. All right. Broldish, uh, Doru looks like he is one good hit, maybe not even that great a hit away from a second death. What will you do? Well, I'll try to make that that hit. All right. Good approach. Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> um, uh, 14 doesn't hit, so that's not it. With my second attack. That was with advantage, too. Mm. Okay. My second attack definitely hits. That was a 14 on the die. So I will do a that's another 13. Max damage. 13 magical damages of the Tell slashing. me how you slay Doru, the, the <gasps> vampire spawn. Uh basically holding my axe aloft and shouting, in Hela's name, be gone, foul, undead creature, and just bringing it straight down, like not in the middle of the top of his head, because that's just rude, but like, you know, on the, the edge of the, the shoulder and just sort of cleaving him sort of in twain. And the two halves of Doru slump to the ground of the cemetery. Of sorry, not the cemetery, of the gra graveyard. Nope, that's the same Cellar. as cemetery. Cellar. Cellar. That's uh, words, different things mean different things of the cellar floor. Uh, and where there was once a chaotic battle with a vampire, things are suddenly quiet. Elevore and Father Jonovich walk in the front door of the church. I Aww. will very quickly take uh, either an extra cloak or whatever kind of extra clothing I have and like immediately wrap it around him. Like notice I left the head intact <laughs> oh yeah very uh, kind of you mm -hmm. yeah. does androdite bark or anything when elevor comes in <laughs> perhaps 
maybe. Tony, could you re-answer that question for us? I'm sorry, my, my connection was super laggy. Could you say something about Androdite? Yeah, did she is did she react at all when Elevore came in? Uh, I mean, you you know that El, uh, Androdite knows that Elevore and Father Donovich are there. Okay. Uh, I don't think Androdite is familiar with them. So okay. So we would have a little bit of warning. Um, I think Elevore looks around and is like, uh, yeah, where, where did everybody, where did everybody so, go? So uh, what next uh, basement folks? Yes. You get, there, there's a, a friendly bark, a friendly bark lets you know that people are here. Okay. I'm going to go up the stairs. I think we'll all head up back upstairs and uh, Crucible will say just a quiet prayer over the body in hopes that. Uh, Dora will find himself at peace in the afterlife. Um, do we know if there's anything in particular that one has to do to a vampire's body to make sure that they stay dead, not undead? Oh. Give me, uh, give me a religion check, Lena. Uh, that is not her strong point. Uh, that is ten. If Lena would like to ask, we maybe we can uh, crowdsource that one. Uh, uh, honestly, it might occur to you independently, but I think she's too proud to ask. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say that Lena. Uh, so, what did you roll? Not not very good. It's a ten. Ten. <laughs> I'm going to say Lena. Uh, you probably have some uh, some folklore that you have decided, or that you are that you you or others uh, from your family or your <laughs> town believe about such things. What might that be for us, Jane? Um, I feel really bad, but I the first thing that came to mind is like, oh, we probably have to decapitate him. I mean, I feel like you're 80% of the way there at this point. Yep. Um, but the she only, wouldn't- The only way to make sure a vampire doesn't come back is show its decapitated head to its father. That's it. That's the only way to do it. <laughs> huh. but, but I think- Bonus points would, if he's a sad priest. <laughs> I think she would want him to have his time with his son, but like definitely before he goes in the ground. Okay. Uh, I'll, can I roll? Can I roll just to check Lena? I get advantage on religion checks for vampires. Yeah. Sure. Or undead. That wasn't good. <laughs> that was also not good. So oh, no. yeah, uh, nine. Uh, so Imrik, can you make up some uh, <laughs> some folklore about how you think vampires need to be dealt with? Well, of course, there's the stake through the heart. This uh, poor, this that, can you make up something that's not true? <laughs> <laughs> but if they're already dead. Yeah, they're already dead at this point. Claims they hate garlic, but they really hate Paprika. Garlic knots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How could anybody hate garlic knots? Oh my god, I'm so they're, appalled. Jane, they're monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Crucible is going to check both of his friends. <laughs> I got Nate. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes, yes, both of those things are true. We should do them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're going to stake him in the heart and cut off his head? It's the only way to be sure. <laughs> All my folklore tells me this. 
Oh, Except so uh, Imra, Imra assumes that when you stake him to the heart, you use like a T-bone stake. <laughs> yes, yes. But but we don't have to do it just yet. We can sort of give him his time. Broldish, but... I think you might be muted. So yes, I, I hold Broldish holds up her hands and says, yes, those I believe those are both correct. I rolled a three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do great in Barovia. Yeah. I, and what else do you believe, Erica? And... <laughs> Uh, you have to stuff some garlic into his mouth. Yes. I hate you all! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about oh, vampires. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have to stick garlic into his mouth when he's decapitated? That makes no yeah, sense. Yeah. Yes. That is that is traditionally how you would kill a vampire. That's not a constraint of the game, Dan. No, but <laughs> like, like it's been decapitated. The garlic's in his mouth just seems like overkill. <laughs> Well, Listen, you I might mean, as well. You Dan, take it, take it up with Bram Stoker. What do you want from me? <laughs> it, actually, you have to stick the garlic somewhere else. No, Dan. Dan, it's not that kind of podcast. It's like a turtle. Oh, walking it's like a turtle. Away. You're not even there and consider yourself lucky. Because... <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. So, so I, Brildish is also going to say, I think it's important that uh, that we give the father some, some time with his son. I think we should, you know, try to create some sort of a Oh no! Not a You're body bag, but like you know, ground and it's gonna yeah, be terrible. Yeah, and then and then I think he needs to be buried in the in the churchyard. Uh, uh, but that means we're gonna have to spend another night here. <laughs> I mean, we should ask the father. Like maybe he doesn't. Maybe he wants uh, to be in the basement. I don't know. Okay, so uh, you want to regroup upstairs, or do we bring him up? I think we leave him here for now. Okay, for now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So, we so uh, Father Donovich and Elevor are waiting in the main area of the church. Uh, Father Donovich looks like, you know, he's had a bit of a day. Um, who wants to chat with him? Who wants to bring him the news? No one volunteers. Uh, um, <laughs> my my charisma is very low. I, I could I could do it. I uh, think uh, so. Elevore like can see the look on everyone's face and also probably the blood on your clothes, and <laughs> just sort of like has these wide open eyes, like oh goodness. And he sort of just takes takes Father Adonovich's shoulder in his hand and just sort of like prepares him essentially so that if he doesn't like faint or something so he's just kind of holding him up a little bit just to be mm -hmm. a bit of moral support for what he's about to hear and he's all right I, he's expecting it and i, I Burl just just says your son is at peace you oh, did what had to be done for this i thank you you are welcome are there any particular family rituals that that you would like to to carry out um no if i am being honest with myself my debt my son has been dead for a long time but now i know this i think i'd like to be by plot there is one in the the north northeast corner of the graveyard i think i'd like to be alone for a little while okay okay of course father donovich retreats to his chambers now, if I spend an hour or so, I can use that same ceremony ritual to prevent him from rising as an undead 
for a week, but I can't guarantee anything after that. <laughs> well, you're gonna. There's a montage as you go to town, haggle over garlic prices. Um, <laughs> somebody has to whittle a steak. Um, you're very well. Small, so it's unobtrusive. Yeah, yeah, you're well prepared to. Uh, um, decapitate someone that was a thing you were prepared to do uh, uh i i think that we should buy like a whole bag of garlic because <laughs> not to metagame <laughs> but i've picked up on some things about this campaign that's, i mean that's good life advice right like just you always, always should have gar garlic yeah abg yeah. always buy garlic and, and when the recipe says shove one clove of garlic <laughs> into vampire's mouth <laughs> you yeah. only triple it yes. yeah at least so, traditional Barovian cooking, um, <laughs> vampire cooking, and so you prepared uh, Doru for his final resting place, uh, and you have done your things that you think is what you need to do <laughs> to, to uh, discourage a vampire from rising again. Um, can we read and pick up like a book on vampire lore? I don't, also, I don't remember if I can read or not. Uh, guess what, Jane? You oh. get to get that list ready. There are no, no vampire lore books. No there books. are no public libraries in uh, Barovia. Big, oh, big Barovia and care. little. I'm out. Well, there's. Yeah, Dan, this place is horrible. That's Allow me to paint a picture. Just keeps getting worse. Um, I I think you have you have done what you needed to. Uh, Father Father Donovich will see to the final burial of his son. He may want to say a few words, uh, but. Uh, I think thanks to your efforts and Father Donovich will see to that before uh, before nightfall to ensure that uh, his his son is finally resting. So, good job, everybody! You helped an old priest and his vampire child. Oh yes, Feels the good. You've, you've killed your first vampire in uh, Barovia. So that's Hurrah! one down. Last. And one. once again, Elavor did not play any role. In <laughs> you played a vital time. role. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I the guess most I vital of all away. of the rules. <laughs> An unfortunate business, but better done than undone. Ooh, better dead than undead. Oh. Uh, maybe you guys should workshop that before you get business cards printed. <laughs> better garlic than no garlic. Also true. <laughs> Let me ask you this as we head toward the top of the hour. What would you like to do next in Barovia? Besides buy garlic? Yes. Consider each of you has plenty of garlic. I'm, I'm writing that down in those words. Plenty of oh garlic. Well, now, is... when you say Barovia, do you mm. say little Barovia? Yeah. Uh, yes, I do. Oh, by the way, Elevore does go ahead and fill everybody okay. in on yes. the Vistoni. Is that what Vistani. Vistani. So yeah. not Vistoni. Okay. No. Nope. Thank you. Is, let's see. Viston. Okay. But there was... um, including Madam Ava. Indeed. There was also that house that we passed that somebody was wailing. There time. were things that you could choose to deal with in Little Barovia, such as one house delivers croissants. Yes, uh, there was a some kind of delivery service uh, of doom. Grubhub. croissant lady. <laughs> yeah, you know what they call Grubhub in uh in Barovia. Grubhub. Bloodhub. Blood they just call it. No, they just call it grub hub. Um, but they're grubs. Um, ah, <laughs> a whole hub of them. Yeah, it's a lot. 
Uh, there were the the quest hooks I tried to uh, interest you in that you are not having any of, uh, yeah. which you can continue not to have any of should you so be so inclined. Have some there was a house. spooky quest hooks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Welcome to Barovia. <laughs> Everything is awful. Burlish wanted to check on the person who was wailing, but we had a very important task. That we yes, you did. So. Um, there was someone wailing. There was also uh, a strange old lady delivering uh, some kind of food. I see nothing wrong with this. Delivery is great. <laughs> and also s- midnight specters. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, just, just... that's just background noise. I, I think that, Surely um, that will never come up. <laughs> I forget which sibling it was, but probably the sober one, if memory serves, told us that um, the woman who lives in that house just wails sometimes. <laughs> In my head, every time you say this, I picture her like on a whaling ship. Yeah, she's yeah. whaling. Yeah. She just whales. Yeah, scrimshaw yeah. and yeah. Uh, lifestyle. So, so I guess we can talk to her, but I wouldn't necessarily expect to hear much of interest. It's worse she was than referred when she to opens as bad the, Mary. Opens the door and just looks at you and just goes, ah! and then closes the door. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm really in. Intrigued by the Vastani and Madame Eva. Me too. Uh, maybe she can tell us how we get out of Barovia. That would be great. Okay, idea. now I'm convinced. Where on the, if um, we're heading out of town, we should bring Irina with us. I was us. about to ask, mm-hmm. is is the directions that were given to Elavor, is that the same as, uh, is that on the way somewhere? Uh, you would know there's only one road out of little Barovia. Okay. <laughs> Of course. Uh, Lena, you might you you have been more traveled than literally anyone else in this group yes. by far. Uh, you would know that in the valley of Barovia, little Barovia sits on kind of the eastern edge of that valley. Um, at some point, I may make a map available to you, but you haven't really traveled much, so I uh, I think I'll hold off on that for now. Mm-hmm. But 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 uh, Lena would know about the the territory. Uh, the Castle of the Devil is also in the eastern area, up on the mountain overlooking Little Barovia. There is a twisting road that kind of goes east to west. The biggest uh, encampment settlement in the land of Barovia is the town of Falaki, which is central Barovia. And then there is another smaller town far to the west called Kresk. Okay. There is ba- so there's basically a one road out of Bar- that heads west out of Barovia, uh, and I believe um, uh, Lena, up to you whether you were familiar with the information that uh, Elevor got from Father Donovich that there is a Vistani encampment. Uh, it's probably a couple hours walk outside of uh, outside of town um, from Little Barovia. I mean, she probably knows that it's there, but. Yeah. hasn't heard from anyone that they're particularly trustworthy. Or... Yeah, up to you if you've ever passed through that way. Yeah. You would know it. It's a somewhat major landmark. Mm-hmm. You would if know that, that woman, it is. If that woman is as wise as as we've heard, then maybe she might know a good place for Irina to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, but one thing I know, if, if we do want to travel there, we should definitely take care so that we are traveling by day and not by night. I have heard the same thing. I feel like that's just good adventuring to start with. <laughs> it is perhaps even more important in the wilds of Barovia, which can be quite rough. Mm. Should we? Okay, so 
Should we find an inn for the night and set out in the morning? Isn't it like 7 a.m.? <laughs> Didn't we take care of all? all? I'm like, I mean, that couldn't have been that yeah, long. Yeah, it, it is the beginning of the day, I think. I mean, the fight was probably... Yeah, that really took it out of me, guys. I need I another six hell... hours of sleep. <laughs> Well, most people didn't get a full night's sleep, I guess, is basically That's what true. I'm driving at. That's true. Yeah. Uh, how how picky are we about exhaustion rules in Barovia? <laughs> uh, you know, if you were, there are rules for exhaustion if you're trying to uh, travel very quickly. The, the Each of the town, so the main town of Velaki is a good day's march from Barovia. And if you're trying to do that in less time, exhaustion would probably come into play. Okay. But so for example, if you wanted to get to uh, the Vistani encampment today, um, you either w might spend the day there or not dawdle there if you wanted to get to Velaki in the same day. So do we want to try to overnight at their encampment or just like set out? I wouldn't overnight there in the I'm encampment. Afraid, I yeah. might go there, talk to them, and come back. But yeah. uh, the Vistani, there may be some good apples among them, but on the whole, not to be trusted. I am very capable I... of walking without suffering any effects of exhaustion. So please, whatever works for right. everybody. Yeah, the we're great. We're not all robots, Dan. Yeah, the thing Tony <laughs> just did is how Elevore felt. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not capable of walking without exhaustion. <laughs> That is a very good impression, Elephor. I am impressed. <laughs> oh no, I really thought I was liking this guy, but I, <laughs> I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> that was in my head. Warforger also uh, telepathic, so crucible. Just oh well, crap. <laughs> All right, team, what are we doing? I think we're heading yeah. to the encampment. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll assume you make a quick stop by the Burgermeister's mansion. Uh, Arena is there. Um, she has packed a few things and, and, you know, you have a short chat with her and she says, you know, I've thought about it a great deal and I think it is for the best if I go with you. I appreciate uh, your company and your protection on the road. I'm excited. I've never left Barovia, little Barovia before. Um, surely, other places can't be as bad as it is here. Would you like to ride Pony Cindelard? Absolutely. <laughs> so weird. Uh <laughs> the pause there was the best part. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I'll ride your stupid pony, she thinks as she smiles. All right. Uh, I have taken you to the world map uh, in roll 20. Um, and you are going to head... Um, you're gonna head west, right? Uh, is if that the direction the road goes? Yep, westward ho. So uh, each hex in uh, the map I can't represents. See the world map. Roll Am around. I the you only gotta one? zoom way out. It's uh, we're. Oh, okay. There we go. Please and continue. We're in the bottom right corner. Yeah. Yep. Please continue. Uh, each hex on the map, uh, we'll use uh, the image of Androdite to represent the party. Uh, each hex represents a quarter mile of travel. Uh, the, I'm only going to talk about this once and we're never talk about it again. Uh, the normal walking pace is three miles an hour. So, um, yeah, hey Tony, and I, I figured out that Velaki uh, is a solid 
uh, eight hour walk from Borovia, which is basically the amount of you. Pause, yeah. please. We need you to talk about that yep. thing that you said you're never going to talk about again, please. Yeah, it was kind of garbled when you oh, said sorry. you were never going to talk about it. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this is what we're Did never going to talk about it. again. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. That was a, now that was an impression. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're all ghosts now. Uh, <laughs> uh, travel speed in Dungeons and Dragons and in Barovia. Hopefully this will come through better this time. You can travel three miles per hour. Each hex on the map is a quarter mile. Okay. And it, okay. it's, it's so, how far the is town it? of Velaki is about at, at that speed. Say it again. Uh, Aline? I was just, I was asking for times to Velaki and the camp. Uh, the camp is probably, uh, I would have to do math, but let's say less than two hours. Okay. Velaki is eight hours, is a solid eight hours. Okay. And how much daily is there out of curiosity? Uh, not a lot. Okay. It is but that's always kind of like over okay, yeah. fast and gloomy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always gloomy and overcast in Barovia. Um, and now you're going into the woods. So Cool. Cool, cool. Cool. Cool, uh, cool. I and can. so our adventurers head out, finally leaving the safety eh, of little Barovia in search of a Vistanian campaign, in search of somewhere that will put them a little, little bit further of the so-called Devil Strahd. Will they find safety among the Sunny or town of Balaki? Or will horrible things happen to them on the road? Why not both? For answers to questions <laughs> such as these, tune in next time to Total Party Kill. Woo! All right. I'm sorry that the internet connection is super laggy today. <clears throat> and making it hard to understand things. <laughs> We leveled uh, up. Yeah, I think <laughs> we're level six now. Sorry, leveled. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Cool. Nice. <laughs> it will um, make the editing process a little longer, but that'll fix it. Yeah. I have um, forest as my favored terrain type, so I'm proficient in intellect and wisdom checks related to it. Cool. And Difficult terrain doesn't slow our group, my group's travel. We can't become lost except by magical means. So yeah, that's pretty good. Awesome. That's excellent. Hey. Excellent. Um. So yeah, our Dennis, the live stream offer Whoa, on this so point. Good. I can. Well, you killed his video. That's what it is. I oh. killed my video and I closed roll twenty because to try and. Uh... Get some bandwidth. <laughs> so we bidded you to the live stream. Goodbye, live stream. Thank you. Goodbye, live, yeah. live stream. Thanks, live members. stream. We will be back in one week. Yes. It's You're been here. seven no. days. <laughs>